Welcome to the Love Fly podcast. It's Paul Tizard here. Fear a fly coach. Love fly. Now, today's guest, Jamie Lindsay Harvey. Well, Tell us a bit about yourself, how you found us. Uh, so I found you not that long ago, actually. It was sort of middle of June, and it was the night before I was due to take a flight. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, and I was in full-on panic mode. Mm. Um, and I saw, I was on another fear of flying group, but it didn't do much for me. There was lots of like tracking of turbulence and stuff. And I found that it just really triggered me. Right. But I happened to see on there, somebody recommend the Love Fly group. And I thought, what's that? And somebody said about, you need to go on the Love Fly group podcast and you need to get the checklist. And I thought, well, what, is, what on earth is all of this? <laughs> so I asked somebody to send me the link, which they did. It was just a stranger. And so I found the group. And the very first thing that I did was download the checklist. Mm. Um, and we literally downloaded it. I got in the car and then we drove, because we were driving two hours to an airport, staying overnight. And then our flight was at like 5 a.m. the next morning. Nope. So I downloaded the checklist. <laughs> we got in the car and I listened to the podcast on the way there. And I listened to episode 130. Oh, yeah. so, oh crap, I've got a flight tomorrow, yeah. Yeah. I thought, well, that sounds like me. So I'm going to go for it. <laughs> and honestly, it was the best thing I could have stumbled across because it was just a bit of a light bulb moment for me, really. Because everything that everyone in the podcast was saying, like, you, you can feel uncomfortable and still do it. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, of course I can. And because I know the science is there, I know that it's safe, and I can put my children on a plane and know that they will be absolutely fine. It's just sometimes I cannot get on the plane because I'm worried that I will have a panic attack or a heart attack or something and I will die on the street. So there's just some sort of trigger. I know it's safe. I know it is, but I just, and I could tell you were scared and 100% believe what I was telling you. I just can't always hear it and believe myself. Yeah. So to hear the podcast and hear everybody else saying it and also know other people feel the same because my husband, he loves flying and he's very well traveled. So he doesn't really get it. I mean, he's kind to me, obviously, but it's a lot of, oh, you're going to be fine. And that doesn't really no. do much. No. Yeah, I, so, no, I, th I like, think you're right. So, so rewind a bit then. Tell us about where the fear came from. What what sort of, what what happens to you? You know, what sort of fear do you have? Well, I have quite a bit of anxiety in my general life, and I didn't ever fly until I think I was about twenty two. That was my first ever flight, mm. um, and it was only very short because I'm not very well travelled either. I've only ever flown. London Stansted to Bergerac Airport, which is a tiny little airport in southwest France. Mm. Um, and it's where my husband's family are from. He's English, but 
they've moved over here so we just come to visit and it's only an hour and a half it's a very short flight yes my first ever flight was coming here and i didn't know any different i was frightened because i have always been frightened and i think like, i have no experience with flying at all <laughs> yeah yeah and that was my first um ever flight and i mean i was scared i was crying on the plane and the flight attendant was very kind to me it was only ryanair but you know they were still nice <laughs> and then when we landed uh and we got off the plane a couple of the people that we came with they said oh that was the worst flight i'd ever had it was very turbulent and i hadn't thought it was that bad compared to my expectations mm. so it, but it didn't make me feel any better because i thought oh. like if i didn't think it was that bad can it like get any worse or they said it was the worst they've ever had is it usually better and i was just all a bit confused you know it was a long mm. a lot to take in and i didn't really i had rescue remedy but i didn't do much else because i to be honest i wasn't really sure what was out there to help yes just kind of thought if you wanted to do it you had to just get on the plane you know so the flight home was okay i mean i didn't enjoy it i was still just as upset but i knew i had to go home so i had no choice mm. i don't ever take my seatbelt off i don't ever i didn't ever leave my seat i have to wear the same outfit as i wore on the flight there because I know I'm okay if I wear that outfit. It's very psychological, you know. If I wear the same thing, I'll be okay because I was okay on the way here. It, it makes no sense at all. Um, well, I, I don't say the word, but you, you, you said that, not me. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm totally aware. I've been told. <laughs> I guess it's a bit of superstition. I don't really know. And then, and then we actually decided to move to France ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what we did. But obviously we drove over with everything in the car. Right. And then we, every time we'd go back to England to visit, we'd usually go at Christmas. And so we'd drive so that we could get all the presents in the car. So we spent a good few years driving backwards and forwards, which is awful. It's like a 17-hour drive Ooh. and... It's just not fun with children in the car. And that's dangerous, you know, in itself. And then we had to fly back for a funeral. We had to fly from Bergerac back to London for a funeral. So I hadn't flown for probably three years, yeah. maybe, when we flew there. And so we did that, and it was okay i still didn't like it but i sat next to my father-in-law and he was very good at explaining all of the little sounds and everything oh, right. to me right. yeah That's... so this, this is going up this is the wings going up or down or whatever um so that was very helpful and then i flew again the very next month on my own with the children which was a huge step and so i thought okay I can. Do, I still didn't really like it, but I had the children as a distraction, and I managed to do it. And so I was like, okay, I'm on the right track. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. And then we didn't fly for a little while, and then we booked a holiday to Portugal. And so that involved us having to go to Toulouse and stay overnight and go to a big airport. And much for me, I didn't sleep at all. I had a really bad panic attack. 
And so all morning when it came to the flight, I did not get on the plane. I didn't even check in. I didn't, I got out of the car and into the airport, but that was as far as I went. Yeah. The, the children went, my husband went, my in-laws went, my husband was going for work. So he had to go. Um, and we were just going to go along for the ride while he was working, but I didn't get on the plane. So the children all still went and I, as they were on the plane, I got in the car and I drove um, to Portugal. Oh my goodness. Yeah, which was very, very foolish. I would not recommend it and I would never do it again. <laughs> it was really, really far. But again, I put the children on the plane and I knew they'd be fine. Mm. I just couldn't do it myself. Um, and so then after that, that was in 2016 we then had another baby in 2017 and so we didn't travel very much and then COVID hit so obviously we didn't travel at all for you know quite a while we actually didn't go back to England for three years um, after COVID because we were Mm -hmm. a bit frightened really or I was frightened really to go to England and be on a small island with lots of people (laughs) So we didn't travel. And then I got a new job in February. And one of the perks of this job might be that I can go to our office in Malta. And so I thought, oh, I really want to do that, you know, and everybody else is doing it. And and I really want to do well at this job and all of this. So we booked a flight um, in March, just gone, to go Mm. back to England and surprise my nephew for his birthday and a 24-hour visit. We'd fly in on the Saturday, fly home on the Sunday. And so I hadn't flown at this point since, oh, I think it was 2014 was my last flight. Yeah. Um, so I had, I'd had a, I had a colouring book, I had headphones, and I had uh, Rescue Remedy Drops. And that was those, like the headphones and downloading something onto Netflix to watch on the plane, that was tips I'd picked up just along the way from other people and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did find, and when we came home, we landed in really bad winds. Um, it was quite intense. Um, I was okay. My my daughter was like, oh, it's like a roller coaster. I was like, yes, it is. And there were lots of people, there was like a lady behind me who was anxious as well. She was screaming um, and that was really triggering. I don't know if you might want to cut that bit out. <laughs> yeah, so that was quite scary. I was like, oh, you know, that really, because they were, other people were panicking so much. I was like, oh gosh, maybe I should panic a bit more. But I just sort of kept my head down, I turned the volume right up and I was just trying not to think about where I was. I was just mm. trying to focus on listen to Netflix, listen to Netflix, like, we're nearly down now. The rest of the flight had been okay, like, well, we're back, so we made it. <laughs> the fly again in June, and that's when I just thought, oh, I don't know if I can do that again. Like, yeah. it was still yeah. really fresh in my mind, and I hate the takeoff and that feeling of when you sort of lose, when you leave the ground and you feel like you're going to fall just for a millisecond. Mm. I really, really hate that feeling. And everybody else seems to love it, but I just, oh, it makes my stomach flip. It just makes my palms all sweaty and, oh, I just really don't like it at all. Yeah, yeah. So that's when I found an organic love fly group and that's when I found Peter's checklist. 
Um, and so I read that in the hotel the night before, um, but I didn't, I didn't really take it in. It was only when I was on the plane that I was like, okay, this is good because this is telling me every little noise that I'm worried about. Mm. He's telling me what that is. Um, so I found that really helpful. And then again, as I say, just all of, you know, especially in Gita, I found everything that she was saying so relatable that we are really comfortable in our everyday lives and we're not out of our comfort zone. And I thought, you know what, that's so true. And there's so many people who are so much braver, you know, and put themselves out there and do not just with travel, but with anything. And I don't do anything, you know, <laughs> so I can definitely do a short flight. So I got on the plane and I did the same thing. I had my headphones, I had um, my rescue remedy, I had a coloring book. And I had uh, the podcast downloaded and I was just listening to that one episode on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was just sort of saying to myself, you can be uncomfortable and be okay. You can be uncomfortable yes. and be okay. Yeah. It was like a mantra. Yeah. Maybe I was in a trance. But... <laughs> yeah, and then as soon as I could, I ordered a gin. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, as soon as I could, I ordered a gin and tonic and that's always helpful. <laughs> yeah, well, it's... Um... I think it's, it's nice to have, you know, one or two drinks on board. It can just sort of take the edge off. Yeah. Just the whole, I mean, the whole thing about traveling is so uh, stressful anyway, regardless if you haven't got, even without the, so it adds that stress, doesn't it? So I think uh, a little, have a couple of little cheeky drinks don't do any harm. Exactly. I wouldn't, I don't think I would want too many because I wouldn't want to be, drunk because I think no. you know, one I wouldn't be allowed on the plane <laughs> but I also think that wouldn't help because then everything is heightened isn't it so yeah just one just to take the edge off I think is quite nice for me anyway yeah no I can understand that so you you did that flight had episode 130 on repeat yeah and, and then I've lived a couple of others just you know other ordinary people who have either done like a fear of flying course or have or have just conquered fears and done like long haul flights and things like that and I've spoken to friends who've said that long haul is better I mean I still I don't even have a long haul booked or anything like that but I did mm. for Father's Day I booked my husband a flight at our local airport and they had an open day and um, he took a flight just a 20 minute flight in a two person plane and he absolutely loved it and while we were there there was another there was a few different aeroplanes and there was a four-person plane, so the pilot and three passengers. And so uh, my husband and two of the children went up in that and they absolutely loved it. And they showed me all the videos and everything. And I managed to speak to the pilot and I said, oh, you know, I'd never do something like that. I'm really frightened. And he sat with me for uh, quite a while and he was the calmest mm. man I think I've ever met. He was just really, really kind. And this was a two-day event. So I actually went back the next day um, and he took me up in a four-person plane. And so we had a 20-minute flight. But he was great because he said, if we taxi down the runway and you change your mind, I can stop. He said, if we take off and you change your mind, I'll have to go up a little bit further so that I can turn it around. But I can have you down in about three minutes. He wow. said, if at any point you like it and you've had enough, I can stop and bring you down. And so I think it just made me feel like I had a bit more control, a bit more say over mm. what was happening. Um, and so I just went for it. And, do you know, I wasn't scared once. And he talked me through oh, everything wow. that he was 
doing. He said, you know, I'm now going to do this and this is why. He said, I'm going to turn slightly to the left, but I'm going to go slowly. He sort of explained, you know, the second he turned the engine on, the, the plane was trying to lift itself off the ground. And he said, you know, these, they're just built to be up there. And when we were up, he said, you know, they fly themselves. And he said, look, no, no hands. I can, I really, and I was like, please. <laughs> no, no, we like hands. Put them back on. Yeah. He was just trying to show me, you know, that it is, and I did feel very, very safe with him. And I think it's helped an awful lot. And so it was my birthday on Sunday. And one of my gifts was a few of the family have chipped in and bought me a one hour lesson with him. I'm not saying I'm going to do my full 40 hours or whatever it is and become a pilot, but I think just having that extra time with someone who I feel safe with yes, to explain everything to me in more detail. And he has a really good way. He's not too scientific. He's very good at, it's almost like flying for dummies. You know, he really makes it so that you can understand it. Yeah. Um, and he's, I'm, I'm just so relieved. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Yeah, so we're thinking, I haven't booked it yet, and they haven't booked it because they said, you know, we don't want to push it. <laughs> so Yeah, but you sound like you're ready for it, to be honest. I think I'll do it in September when it's not so busy because it's really busy here in the summer. So I think I'll do it in September when it's calmer, and then I've also got a bit more time to, you know, listen to a few more podcasts. <laughs> 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 yeah, so we'll see. But I honestly don't think... Because I hadn't ever gone to the doctors, because I don't, maybe it's a control thing with me. I've never really looked into it, and maybe I should. But I don't think tablets would help. I mean, they probably would because they help everyone. But I think if I can do it this way, yes. I'm more comfortable with it because I feel like I have more control over it. Mm. I'm a bit of control freak, and that's the problem. <laughs> well, uh, we all like to be in control, don't we? So that doesn't make you a freak. It's just... Uh, yeah. I think you're doing it on your terms, which is, so I really heartily recommend it. Yeah, it's not, I know people, some people go, go the drugs route until they don't need them, and some do what you do, and some go long ball because it's big aircraft. It's just finding your way, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of my friends have said that they prefer long ball because the, the plane is so big that it's very, very smooth, but I'm not there yet. <laughs> no, it's true. That is true. I mean, the, the aircraft you've been in, move a lot more than anything will ever go in commercially and yeah. you know, like a big seven you know like a i don't know an a350 or 787 sort of that size aircraft they don't move that much but by the same token you're also on it so that that's the sort of like trade-off isn't it that you're going to be you know, you're going to be on a five six hour eight hour flight to, so that might be boring for you if you're used to sort of getting over and done within an hour and a half yeah, I need to work up to that definitely because mm. I would there's places you know that we do want to go and we do want to take the children, but I just can't, just can't imagine. And I've never flown, you know, at night or I, I mean, obviously we've flown over from France to England, but I've never flown over, you know, a big sea and stuff like that. There's all there's so many other little triggers that I think I need to work on first. Mm. And never mind the fact that there's five of us and flying is very expensive. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. It is. Well, yes, I've got family of five and it is pricey. Everything is like when you do like times five, everything. It's like, oh, my goodness. I know, yeah. It's a shocker, isn't it? 
But yeah. it sounds like you're making amazing, you know, steady progress to me. Well, I think being on the the Love Fly group, it sounds really cliche, but it does really help to see, you know, it's such a positive group and everybody's really supportive of each other. Mm. And I think I just needed a little bit more of that, you know, not like, oh God, are you actually going to do it if we book this flight? You know, that doesn't, no. that's not helpful. <laughs> no, no, I think people, yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm very grateful to the group. I think it's phenomenal and the amount of people that are, the way people give their time and help each other. It's just it's absolutely staggering. Yeah, you know, great. Yeah, and and you're part of that now. Well, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> so, when's the next jolly trip? Stroke. You've got your birthday treat. Is there anything else planned? Not really at the moment. We are going back to England next week but we're driving <laughs> but that's only because we're going to a wedding and we have lots to take with us you know yeah. everybody wants cheap French wine and you can't take all that on a plane and the flights in the summer holidays are really really expensive so they are yeah it's only for monetary reasons but we think the children really want to go to Italy so we're thinking maybe we might go there in October half term okay um, but we just need to see. We just need to see how much it is. Really, that's the yes. biggest all. Which usually it's no, your mum won't go there because she's frightened. Whereas now it's okay. It's not a no. Let's see how much it costs because I'm, I'm much more open to it now. So it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, this is lovely hearing that sort of change of mindset here. But if you had to put it down to two, you know, to two or three things, what would they be that made that made the shift? I think I just, I don't want my children to grow up being scared the same way that I am. And they're not at the moment. And that's all down to their dad. They, as they get older, they do pick up mm. me, you know, crying and everything like that. And it's not good for them to see. So I really need to sort of try at least for them. And the other thing is, is for selfish reasons, you know, as I get older as well, Life is so short and I don't want to just stay in the same place. I want to see parts of the world that we can afford to go to. And I don't, you can't take a boat everywhere. You can't drive everywhere. It's just not practical. And that in itself is dangerous. And so I do want to overcome it because there's stuff for selfish reasons that I really want to do as well. Mm. That's fair enough. So you've got two quite strong drivers there, actually, in terms of, you know, got you don't want to pass it on to your kids, and then also you've got, you know, you want to experience life yourself. And these are good. These are great reasons. You know, very good, very good motivational. Not that you need validation, but they are, you know, they're good, strong reasons to keep pushing forward. Yeah, and I think I can't. I mean, I can do with it for the children, but I couldn't do it for anybody else apart from me and the kids. You know, I couldn't just go because everyone was going. You know, when I was younger and all my girlfriends were going on girly holidays I just wouldn't go home and it wasn't enough that I would miss out on that fun so mm -hmm. I, I just could not go so now I think because it's for me and my family I think that's different and I think it is enough to push me to want to do something about it instead of just being in a bubble of ignorance and bliss <laughs> no that's really good so next steps then are we got this Flight potentially with the the um, the birthday present. We yes. Possibly Italy in October. Yes. This is good stuff. Yeah. And 
and anything else that you'll be doing to sort of help yourself? Well, a lot of people have said try hypnosis. Do you say try hypnosis? I've never looked into it, but it's always been at the back of my mind. So I don't know. Yes. So maybe I'll maybe I'll look into it. I've never never looked even as I've never Googled hypnosis for fear of flying, but it's always been at the back of my mind a little bit. So maybe I'll think about that a little bit more to see if that can give me mm. some coping mechanisms. It's just all little things, really, I think, that build up to be really helpful. Yes. Well, it's finding the thing that works for you. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, some people like CBT, yeah. some people it's hypnosis, it's whatever, whatever it is. You know, it's just, we all need something to, help us get past ourselves, shouldn't we? Yeah, I think listening to, you know, the podcast definitely helps. And I think that has made me realise that I can't just grin and bear it. Otherwise, I won't get on the plane. I do need to be open to suggestions, you know, from mm. other people. So I think I need to take that on board. I can't just do it on my own. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's right. And and one of the things I particularly think is a sort of theme is that you're doing something different because the the classic thing of not doing anything different not think about it put it off then go to the aircraft and then not want to do it because nothing you know because the thinking the thinking only changes when we do something different and that's what you're doing and you're doing it your own way which is great yeah i just need to try and prepare mm. and then i'll feel better <laughs> so yeah yeah well keep doing what you're doing it's great it's great stuff uh jamie you know so just thank you and um, it's really nice that i like hearing people in the group tell their story who aren't 100 percent there yet that you're you're still working on stuff very much and but you've had some success as well which is which is great it would be interesting to hear how you are after the italy trip perhaps. yeah you could let us know in the group how that goes yeah, for sure I will. Yeah, and I'll post some photos of my flight on the four-person plane as well because that was really good. Yeah, do yeah, that, I'd like to see that. That'd be that'd be really interesting and inspiring for people because it sounds like you had a great experience doing that. Yeah, it was really fun, and that was the first time ever that I haven't cried, and you know, it was the first time ever that I could actually truthfully come down and say I enjoyed it. Mm. Who are you? What's happened to you? I know, that's what everyone said. <laughs> <laughs> All my friends were like, what's Asha? <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. You know, that's that's it, isn't it? So you're by doing it, it sounds like you find a really a really good influence as well. And you need somebody who's kind of confident, calm to yeah. make you feel like you're safe, you know. That's that can can give you a chance to reset yourself, you know. Yeah, I feel like I'm very privileged to have somebody like that on my doorstep, basically, because I know that's not available to everybody else. But it's such a small community here that it's just full of weird and wonderful people, you know, and I happen to stumble upon somebody who's very helpful for me. Well, if he fancies coming on the podcast, I'd love to hear from him because he sounds like he could be a nice influence for others as well. Oh, great. I'll definitely speak to him about that. Yeah, he said, you know, we always like to have pilots. It's also, uh, I like pilots who do general aviation. They're also, you know, doing it for, to help others learn. 
So I don't know his background is, but he sounds he sounds like it could be a really good influence for a lot of people. So he does relatively soon, yeah. Yeah, so certainly I will ask him. Thank you. Well, Jamie, uh, thank you very much for your time and um, for sharing your story. And do please please keep us posted about what you do and check we all see photos and all the rest of it. But that that was a really nice a really nice story that was, and I think you're doing amazing to see what you've overcome. To, a lot of people would never have got in that full theater, just no chance. And, and you did it and had a good experience. So it's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you for everything on the group. It's really, I read it daily, you know, cause I think it's important to keep the momentum going and so really helpful. And I know that I'm not alone in appreciating the group and everything and that everybody does and all of the time that everybody gives, cause I know how precious everybody's time is so it's yeah, really really amazing the group's amazing the yeah, people really. are amazing yeah and, and thank you you're part of that too that's it takes some takes some credit <laughs> it's not a very british thing to do is it no of course not no stop but you're sort of french now so you can yeah, maybe that's different oh yeah that's true <laughs> you can let go of the the englishness and do some french stuff but i don't want the differences you know but yeah even though they're so near, I like, feel like it's a completely different culture. So, um, yeah. yeah, very exciting. Well, well, there you go. So you're doing something a lot of people would never do. It's quite an adventure. And, um, you know, but you obviously have quite an element of bravery or resourcefulness to even consider moving to another country because that's not, not an easy thing to do. So uh, I, I see great things for you and I want to hear more. Thank you. I hope so. I really hope so. Mm. This year is off to a much better start than the previous years that I've had with flying. So I'm hoping I can just build on it and keep going. Yeah, absolutely. We'll build on the momentum. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jamie. That was really helpful. Really nice. There's some nice little thoughts and comments there as well. And um, your story is very inspiring. So hopefully yours guilt off. When this one's released, people will be able to share a bit in your your journey so far. Thank you very much, Paul. Thank you for listening to the Love Fly podcast. I hope you found it useful. Now, as always, if you need any extra help, please join our Love Fly Facebook group. You can also follow us on Instagram at Love Fly Help. And also, if you go to our website, which is lovefly.co.uk forward slash shop, you can see other ways that you can get some help. Thanks for listening.